Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you, folks. We always consider it uh, just a wonderful honor to come across your airways every day. We pray for you, folks. Every day, we we ask God uh, to just just help us as a community of uh, folks who are trying to get better, folks who are trying to serve God, folks who are trying to help other people get better, and just learn how hard this world can be, how crazy this world is. And uh, it's just a pretty cool thing to do it with you, folks. So we want you to know that. And what a great honor it was. We. We probably saw a hundred people, Stephanie, last week in Pensacola that listened to our podcast, and mm-hmm. uh, you know they really enjoy this whole knucklehead segment. Segment, you know, and um, wow, it hasn't. I'm not sure for better or for worse, but <laughs> man, you know, someone said, "Is that the knucklehead leader over there or something?" I've whipped my head right around. What's going on here? And. Uh, <laughs> so we, we continued on and uh, just meeting folks and doing folks. So, Stephanie, here we are in Proverbs 6, and there's a lot going on here. We're going to hop in there in a minute, but we have our segment, the knucklehead segment, which we do for three reasons. So if you're new to us, we do a knuckleheaded segment where I say you might be a knucklehead if either uh, Stephanie or myself will answer that. And we do that for three reasons. One is uh, we want to want you to know what a knucklehead is. Two, we don't want you to be a knucklehead. And three, sometimes they can be kind of funny. Lately, they haven't been too funny. But anyway, it's always those first two reasons. And today is uh, Stephanie's turn. So, Stephanie, you might be a knucklehead if. Wow, I thought I was doing the uh, what not to say to someone with PTSD. Oh, that's so. right. That's right. <laughs> See, <laughs> folks, this is what happens to a burnt-out mind right here. So anyway, <laughs> you might be a knucklehead if you're not part of missions in some way or another. Uh, yeah. You know, just being a prayer warrior, you know, maybe I think we're either sending missionaries or we're going, and uh, we're definitely praying for them, and you get to be part of that. Uh, you either send them or you go. And uh, I believe that every Christian has to grapple with that, think about that, drop back and go through that. And I think you might be a knucklehead if you haven't been through that experience where you say, God, how can we help missionaries? How can I help somebody? And, and uh, I think that's such a powerful thing. We got to hear a great preacher this week. He, we got to hear a lot of good preaching. We really did. And uh, everybody who preached, everybody who spoke was right on. But there was uh, this one pastor out of missionary, pastor out of Papua New Guinea, which we know is some islands over there in the Pacific, in the South Pacific. Uh, and, and boy, did he preach a couple great messages and talking about missions and responsibilities. And, and man, they touched my heart. But once again, it reminded me, it stuck in my brain uh, that every day I need to be praying or going. Every uh-huh. day, every, I need to be sending. I need to be part of that. 
And uh, we did get to hear Brother Allen from Papua New Guinea, the missionary we we're talking about. And he did mention from the pulpit about Charles and, and you guys being out there. And I thought he brought, brought great honor to your family. And I was I was thankful for that. So you might be a knucklehead if uh, if you're not part of missions in some way. That's that's where I'm at with that. And then now Stephanie's doing. Uh, so we our new segment is uh, things you don't do or say to people with PTSD. And, uh, and and what is that today? What do you have today, Stephanie? Well, you know, I'm thinking through what's the best, what's the best thing to, you know, to give as advice. Um, but I, I've had said to me multiple times, um, well, it must be, must be great to not, you know, it must be great to be back in the States and to not have to be in Cameroon anymore. Oh, like it. And, yeah. Um, I guess don't, don't, if, if something like that is going to come to your mind to say to someone who's, um, been through something like that kind of a loss or, you know, have a veteran that say, well, at least you don't have to worry about being in the military anymore. Don't make statements like that because, um, because you're digging a knife in, um, you know, and. There's, there's certain things that, um, you know, to a veteran, the military is going to be close to their heart. Other vets are going to be close. And when you say something like, well, must be glad not, you must be glad to not be in that scenario anymore, um, that, that really is a painful thing. And so be sensitive to the situation involved. Obviously, someone who's been in an abuse situation is going to be very glad to be away from the abuser. But when something happens to someone in in an environment where they love, they loved where they were, something bad, but they loved where they were. Don't say, well, you must be glad not to be there anymore because very often that's not going to be the case. Sometimes it may be, but find something else to say that doesn't jab what could be a place that there is love, just a place that maybe can't be returned to. Exactly. And, you know, I don't know how many times people have made a comment to me about uh, being in the Army. And and so whatever the case may be, we need to understand that, you know, Stephanie and her family, including, you know, her whole family, including Stephanie, the kids are missionaries, too, up until a certain age, and then they make a decision whether or not. But, I mean, they, they raised money. They prayed. They begged God. They, they lived every day for three years out there raising support. And it's so insensitive to say something like, well, it must be great not to be on the mission field that you beg God about every day of your life that you sold your house for, that you went over and spent that money to get set up. I mean, that's just the stupidest thing I ever heard. Don't do that, folks. And so things you don't say or things you don't do to people with PTSD, I think it took a pretty good turn today. I think these are things we need to remember. And, you know, you got to remember, you know, it's, it's something about being kind, too. And if you don't know people, you don't know them. And, and a lot of people think they know you and I because they're used to hearing our voice and things we go through and stuff like that. And most of those people are awesome. I'd say, you know, 99% of the people listening to this podcast are some of the nicest people on God's green earth. And, uh, but, you know, th- there's, there's one, there's a knucklehead or two that shows up. 
And so we don't <laughs> want you to be that knucklehead. So make sure you get that right and you get to know people. And, and, and I think you probably know Stephanie and I better than a lot of people do, but we don't know you. So you got to give us that chance to. So joking even about something like that is kind of freaky. It's kind of weird. And uh, <laughs> so we, we don't let people call us freaky things or like I call Stephanie, one of her nicknames is freak and then Stephania, but I'm the only one allowed to do that, you know, or mute <laughs> or music killer, which we don't talk about anymore. That's uh, something we don't bring up anymore. But anyway, here we are. Right like twice a week. Yeah. 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 Besides that, but we don't get into the reasons behind that or anything anymore. We've, uh, we've let that pass. So, uh, right. so, but you know what folks on a very serious note, continue to pray. You know, I know October 30th has came and gone, but Stephanie Liberty, those people, her children, those people who dealt with that in Cameroon, so many, and it's just not their family, the missionaries and the people who helped them out. And the, so many people, the people of Cameroon who they were there to minister to, there's so many hearts that were broken. Keep that in prayer. And so many other martyrs. And you know what, Stephanie, I don't know if you remember this, but it, it had me thinking of this, especially I, I meant to mention it to Liberty when we were on the phone with her the other night, uh, but she was at a harvest rally there. But you know, the one number that stuck out to me uh, was when Brother Allen said, you know, just from Moody Bible Institute over the last hundred yeah. years, 21 people have been martyred. Yeah. And, and I wanted to say that, you know, especially to those who are involved with Stephanie, who are part of that martyr and martyrdom and, and part of that, that, that just, it really struck me. And I remember looking over at Stephanie when he said that and the kids and, and, uh, it just, that's a really hard thing. And so anyway, here we are in Proverbs chapter six. And, and, uh, so there's three things going on here, Stephanie, that caught my attention. And it deals with three enemies of people. The devil uses these three enemies, these three things that ensnare people, that catch people in a trap. And, and we see them in chapter six. I read this chapter probably three or four times yesterday, and it, it really stuck out to me. But one of them is financial. Uh, another is, you know, physically immoral and, uh, you know, and unwise. So, so here's the three things I wrote down. A person uh, that caught my mind could have financial, uh, mo morality problems, moral problems. And uh, uh, so the first one, one through five was financial. Uh, I'm sorry. And then laziness, which leads to immorality is six through 11. And then lust, which was 20 to 35, these verses in chapter six. So the big three, I think, are Financial laziness, which leads to immorality, uh, financial commitments, and boy, laziness can mess you up, can it? And so I want to uh -huh. start. I want to start with the first five verses, and just Stephanie and I, and you know, again, we're we're taking this scenic view of the Bible. So if you're listening to this podcast for the first time, we're just talking through these verses and kind of how they pertain to us and and other people with PTSD, and people want to help folks with PTSD or hurting hearts or whatever the case may be. And those of you who are out there, just think about it. We think about things. So this is just we ruminate on these things. We talk about them. We, we make sure we're hermeneutically correct. Once in a while, I'll get a word off, but that's just my messed up mind here. But I, I think <laughs> These first five verses and looking at them, I think there's a lot we can uh, look at here, Stephanie. It says, My son, if thou be surety for thy friend, if thou hast stricken thy hand with a stranger, thou art snared with the words of thy mouth. Thou art taken with the words of thy mouth. Do this now, my son, and deliver thyself. Then thou art come unto the hand of thy friend. Go humble thyself and make sure thy friend. Give not sleep to thine eyes and not slumber to the eyelids. Deliver thyself as a roe 
from the hand of the hunter and as a bird from the hand of the fowler. And it goes on to talk about ants. But I want to look at that first five. And even though we're not personally dealing into finances here, we're going to talk about them, I think, with these unwise financial commitments or, or the spiritually doing things wrong. I want to talk about them. So, but, but Stephanie, as we looked at those first six verses, again, mm-hmm. it, it, it's, it's talking about messing up the surety for a friend and stricken. I mean, what comes to your mind there? Well, I think as I, as I start this, you know, we have who you keep company with will determine the course of your life very, very often. Yeah. And what I see here is a situation where Solomon is challenging his son. You better be careful who your friends are. And if you have a friend, you know, that virtually what I see is, a, is that he's challenging him. If you have a friend that's getting you to commit verbally to something that is going to end up in you being hurt in the end, you've ensnared yourself. Yeah. And humble yourself and go and say, I'm sorry, I should not have agreed to that. I'm sorry, I have to back out because that would be foolish. It would be a sin, whatever the case may be. And so for all of us, but for young people, um, you know, this is written to a young person. This can happen to an older person, but who are your friends? Who are you hanging out with? Who are you choosing to make your companions? Because that's going to massively impact um, decisions you make in multiple realms of life. Yeah. Yeah, and it can just, it can take us to a place that's uh, really, and, and you know, friendship. I'm, I'm so glad that, that God hits on real friendship. Uh, I'm so glad our, our Lord talks about getting these things right. We, Boy, didn't we find out, Stephanie, and, and you've been there a couple times. You've been there one more time than me, but don't we find out when the hard times come? When the, when the narcissist try to destroy us, when we're going through those things, don't we find out who our friends are? And, yeah. uh, and, and yeah. boy, and didn't we find, didn't we find that out? And didn't we find out that, you know, that so many people bailed on us and, uh, you know, we had things to offer people and when, when in their minds, we could no longer offer these things, they bailed, uh, they yeah. just ran. And, and you and I've talked about this. We can make a list of people who, who just, uh, you know, in a very convenient way, unceremoniously left our lives. And, but you know, in a way, and so you grapple with that and you have to deal with that. And I know that as we talk about this and as we go through this, it hurts, but somewhere in the midst of all this, this is God's plan for our lives. Somewhere in the midst of all this, you know, we ended up, uh, uh, not needing these other friends. There are other friends coming up alongside of us. God had a different way for us to go. He has lifelong things coming for us. And, you know, I was thinking as I was reading one through five and, and, and that, that verse that we're all very familiar with in Matthew chapter six for where your treasure is, there will be your heart also. And I, you know, as I read those first five verses, I looked at the Hebrew words and that's kind of where I banged off this, uh, financial and the big three sins that we're going to see throughout, throughout this chapter, but where your heart is, that's where your treasure is. And, 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 you know, where should our heart be, Stephanie? I mean, where, where should that be? Well, you know, your heart is the seat of your emotions. Mm. Mind and heart go together. And so I think the most important thing that I can come away with from that perspective of where your heart is, is you better be pouring your heart into God's word and letting him pour his word into your heart. Um, 
because if that's not the case and, and, and I'm talking, you know, being in church, spending time with him yeah. because they're all, there will always be that quote unquote friend yeah, who is there to get something out of you. And that's not a real friend. And so, um, you know, I think to a certain extent, when you look at verse three, you know, you better make sure that your friends are somebody that, you know, really, um, are in the friendship because they love the Lord. And so they want to make a difference in your life for, for the Lord and not just in themselves, because if that's the case, you know, a true friend is in it through the thick and thin. They may tell you stuff that you don't want to hear. They may be there to say you shouldn't go down that path, but they're not a true friend is not going to be there trying to get you to agree to things yeah. that in the end destroy and hurt you. That yeah. Isn't- yeah, no, that's good. And, you know, birds of the feather flock together. So if you're flocking with the wrong birds, get away. And uh, I'm, I'm telling you, if, if Stephanie, I can't, you know, emphasize enough in my life, I've looked over where my downtimes were, where I stayed in the valley, where things weren't going real well, where I was doing things I shouldn't be doing or thinking about that. And it all goes down to my crowd, it, it all comes down to, you know, who am I hanging with? What am I doing? And, and boy, that hurts kids. And, you know, yeah. you can't, we can't insulate everybody from everything. That's why we train. We don't just say, you can't go out to the edge of the property there. We say, no, you can't go past the edge of the property because there's a cliff. Or we say, uh, you know, you can't hang around with those people. We say, well, the reason we don't hang around with those people is because they believe in, uh, you know, promiscuous activity or whatever the case may be. And, and, and I think everything we teach, everything we live uh, needs to include the whys and the reasons. And I think that's what's going on here in the Bible. Uh, in Proverbs chapter six, in these first five verses is some why deliver thyself, you know, go get right with your friends, humble yourself, make right, be with the good people. Don't be with the bad people. Uh, don't be messed up. Don't lose your joy on this stuff. Cause if anything can take you, you know, we've all been there, Stephanie, where we shut the door and want to cry, sometimes cry. Uh, when we lose people, when we realize, Hey, that person's out of my life now, why'd that happen? You know, I trusted that person or, you know, I, I, I let that person in. I let that person be part of things in my life and they're gone now. And, yeah. uh, and, and these different things. So I think as we look at this, my son, be surety for thy friend. If thou had struck in thy hand with a stranger, thou art snared with the words of thy mouth and thou art taken with the words of thy mouth. Do this now, my son, and deliver yourself, deliver thyself. When thou art come into the hand of thy friend, go humble yourself. And make sure thy friend, go say, hey, I messed up. And, you know, some people get stuck in sin. Uh, I had a friend call me, one of the hardest phone calls I think I ever got. Uh, I got just a year or so ago, I got a call from a friend, and, and it, the conversation was, I, I messed up. And this is what I did. It didn't go too far, but I messed up. I made a mistake. And you know what? When you get to that place, Stephanie, when you get to that place where it's real and you call everyone and you don't try to hide it and you don't hide behind your pride, you just say, Hey, I messed up and this is going to hurt you. And it's my fault. Please forgive me. You're in a good place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, because sometimes people are going to, we mess up, you know, at different degrees and different levels. We, if not by the grace of God, we'd be messing up big time. And, you know, looking at that verse number five, it says, deliver thyself as a row 
from the hand of the hunter and as a bird from the hand of the fowler. So stay away from those that are going to hunt and kill you. Stay away from those who are going to shoot you. Stay away from those. And But sometimes, Stephanie, and, and help me with this, sometimes those people are so cunning. Sometimes it seems like those are going to hurt us, those who are going to slap us, those who are going to shoot us, those who are going to take us to a bad place. Sometimes, to me, it seems like they're really great folks, and it's hard to see the darkness um, through the rhetoric and through the craziness and through the fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of times the friends that will try to get you in trouble are the same friends that will be, even if I can use this term, they'll be the, the, the attractive friend. They'll be the one that's the sweet talker, the golden and, and, you know, cult leaders are these kind of, quote unquote friends. Yeah. And um I remember um as a teenager, um, and it led into a lot of trauma in my life, but virtually worshiping what I thought were friends yeah. because they looked perfect Christians. They appeared yeah. on the outside and they were the kind of friends that before it was over were the friends that would slit your throat if it benefited them. Right. Hang you upside down and let you bleed out. To the narcissist friends. And yeah. so, you know, be willing to humble yourself and say, Hey, I'm sorry. I should have never gotten into this yeah. and I'm yeah. bowing out. I'm yeah. not going to be. And sometimes humbling yourself is being willing to admit, I'm sorry. We should have never been quote unquote friends in the first place. And this relationship is over. And that's hard because that, that means, that means a lot of times, opening the door to a lot of harassment, a lot of trauma from that perspective, but it's a step of faith that you need to take because as Solomon says here, you will be snared with the words of your own mouth and taken with the, you know, with your own words, because these people will do anything they can to keep you in their snare. And so your own words become a trap sometimes. And so just, this is a massive, a massive subject um, and, and Solomon's just touching on it here. Um, but I think it's very important to get a hold of this, that who your friends are will determine the direction you take in life. Amen. Amen. And, and let me just say this, friends. We're not, uh, we're not trying to pick on anybody. We're not doing any of those things. Stephanie started off who your friends are. And, you know, right back in the beginning of this whole thing, and that's exactly where we're going. And, we're, and you know, we're looking for these three things in here. I get that. We're looking for the financial, the you know, the the laziness leading to immorality and, and all the lust and all those things. And But, you know, I think, I think if we can get this friend thing right, and, and we shouldn't be devoting our entire self to somebody who doesn't care about us. That's we, right. And, and, you know, uh, so often I see men and women, and I see this, Stephanie, and, and you and I can fall prey if we're not careful into these things because we really dig people. We love people. You know, we're, we're the type of personality. We, we have that personality where we're just very outgoing. We're just very uh, extroverted. We're very loving. We, we have, Speak for yourself. By nature, I am not an extrovert. Well, you are now, dude. But anyway, let me finish my thought here, man. This is, <laughs> you are now, all right? Uh, isolated at the missions conference you, you're out there dude it's okay it's all right just let it go god changed you uh you're a new creation he's working on you every day he turned you into an extrovert so anyway let me finish my thought here so 
So here we are. We're the type of people who just put it out there. All right, we tell everybody everything. You know, we're we're as far from being liars as you possibly can be. We tell everybody everything. Somebody wants to know something, we just tell them. You know, we're the opposite of that. And so, but but people have <laughs> have the ability to, to they try to hurt us because of the kind of people we are or something. And, and when we left, and, and you know, you were talking about that's how people become cult leaders and stuff. I mean, we knew people that we kind of worked for or were around and stuff that are like one sermon away from being a cult leader, you know. But how do you get there is the point. How does that happen? And, and I think it happens. I think God wants us to trust. I think God wants us to love people. I think God wants us to be friendly. And I get all that. And I know some of you are thinking that in your mind. You're saying, are Stephanie and Doug telling me not to make friends? No. We're telling you to get away from the losers. We're telling you when the flag goes up to leave. Abhor that which is evil. Cleave to that yeah. which is good. That, I think that's what we're saying here, right? Is we're saying be a friend, love people, care about people, hang out with people. But when that flag goes up, run like crazy. God, God gives you a prudent man perceiveth the evil and hideth himself. Yeah, that's a proverb. That Praise God. Many, many different scenarios. Yeah. But God gives us warning flags for a reason. Yeah. And if you to ignore that, um, you know, I've talked, um, I've talked with one of my best friends about this. She and I have talked about how did we miss that warning flag? And then we're like, we missed it by a choice we made. Exactly. And don't ignore the warning flags because right. there is evil in a, in a quote unquote friend like this, you know, and you may have a friend that maybe doesn't real, maybe they're a friend of a friend yeah. and they're getting, it's like say, Satan will use whatever devices he has at his disposal. But I think the point of this is verse three says something important. It says, do this now, my son and deliver thyself. Yeah. You know, we, God, why didn't you take me out of that situation? And it's like God saying, I gave you my still small voice. I gave you my word. I gave you warning flags. You have to make that choice to deliver yourself. Exactly. And so um, make that choice. Deliver yourself if you're in a situation that is dangerous. Yeah. Um, Run. That, that you see it's going to get, get you out. Trouble. Yeah. yeah. And, and again, I think I need to finish, and obviously it's No Song Wednesday today. You know, we, we found it more important to hit these five verses and talk about friendships and stuff. But something Stephanie just said, too, is how do we miss things? Well, we miss things because in our minds we want the best. But when the Holy Spirit of God raises a flag, when that flag comes up, and you need to bail. And that's why we don't date where we're kissing, hugging, rubbing, all the craziness. Um, God God does, wants to keep us from all that damage. When yeah. that flag goes up in a courtship relationship, you just bail. That's why we don't change our Facebook status on hour one, day one, minute one. Those people who do that <laughs> freak me out. Put 76 pictures on Facebook. Look at my new love. You know, Stop it! But anyway, <laughs> when we get to that point where the flag goes up folks we just surrender that relationship to god and we move on for the glory of god this isn't about yeah. us you know sometimes we think well it might be easier to keep him or her around no it's not yeah when god says no don't make it yeah. a yes don't don't say well god really no god said no stop it cut it out
Hey, listen, we love you folks. I know this is a hard topic and we go through this and we're all hypervigilant PTSD sufferers or helping hypervigilant PTSD sufferers. We're all a little messed up and that's okay. But I think it's great that when we look at God's word and he's clearly, clearly ministering us today on this idea of having the right friends and doing the right things. We love you. Find us out there and help the wounded spirits. If we can do anything for you, we will. Uh, May God bless you, my friends, and uh, we look forward to talking to you tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at woundedspirits.com.